Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. You can also follow Landon at McCoolBCB. Uh, we're doing our Senior Bowl preview today. Uh, we actually had some problems with the audio, so the first part of this cut out a little bit. Uh, we're going to jump right into this, talking about defensive tackle Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina, who had a fantastic week before getting injured. Uh, let's jump right into our conversation. Well, it was unfortunate because it did look like at the end of practice Wednesday, uh, yeah, that he kind of limped off a little bit and, and or like like looked like he aggravated something. And then, you know, like you mentioned, Thursday morning, uh, uh, sounds like there's some tonight. So uh, that definitely worries me because you come into this, come into this whole thing thinking that the reason that he's already kind of baked into a you know mid round mid first round pick is because he might potentially have some issues with his knees right well i would say that those whispers were probably not going to get any quieter now no. that he's had to drop out because of this so right um that's you know i think at this point that's the headline with him unfortunately because yeah, you know, he he played so well in in the the first few days of practice. His senior tape is is good. You know, his, his numbers aren't fantastic as you mentioned, but you know, I think a lot of that could be contributed to being a, a you know the, the the big the sole big dog on a, on the kind of sisters of the poor team in the SEC, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of focus. By a lot of really good offensive linemen on you. I really struggle um, with him. He, he's somebody I just can't figure out. I, I know I everybody else you know, loves it's him. It's tough. Uh, it's it's not easy. I mean, because again, like uh, what we talked about is that, look, it's it's all the things you and I had spoken about offline with him. Where I think he can be attacked easily from his side, which can, it makes him get washed out at times. I think he can get turned easily uh, if he doesn't keep his shoulders sized. I think his, I think it all starts with his feet. Because he gets overextended and he kind of get, gets off the of center of balance during his like explosive process, and then when he gets attacked by a side, he can't like reset. You know, it's like yeah. his body gets turned too quickly and then he's off balance. And then you add in you add in the uh, the knee stuff, and it's it's one of those things where this is a guy who probably has the talent, I think, to go in the easily in the top fifteen picks easily and. And and because of the questions with, that we just talked about, and then on top of that, the the knees, he, you could take him at seventeen, but you could be taking a really loaded pick. That there's a lot of it's it's a lot of boomer bust, I think, with this kid now, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, yeah. I don't know that there's a high ceiling here because the floor could be through the floor. I almost feel like we're gonna know by draft time whether he's going to be there or not. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no. I think I think you're right that a lot of a lot a lot more information is yet to come out about this guy because he's got to go through the combine. That's a little bit more comprehensive medical process. We'll start to learn, and, and then through that, we'll start to hear whispers on on exactly what the deal is there. Right. I, I just I, yeah. I think. I think we're gonna know. 
I, yeah. I think this will be one of the ones. We'll know by, more, at least. Yeah. My guess is by early April, we'll know if he's going to be there or not, and whether or not he's a Cowboys target. I mean, we just, this kind of stuff leaks out all the time. Uh, certainly, somebody to keep an eye on. I think he certainly was the best defensive player at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I don't think he did anything this week to hurt his stock. Um, let's talk some more about those interior defensive linemen because, man, there's there's some fun ones there. Uh, I don't know if you've got to see Benito Jones yet from Ole Miss, but he's one of my favorites like as a day three defensive tackle, 6'1", 321. Uh, he's on the ground too much, but, man, he, he's a problem when you need to try to move him. Uh, he's like trying to move a trash can full of dirt. Uh, I thought he was kind of fun. Uh, Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma uh, showed that I think he should be a first-round pick. I mean, he's just an incredible athlete for somebody of his size. Uh, he was great in the one-on-one drills. Any other interior defensive lineman catch your eye? Uh, I, you know, I'm still kind of intrigued by, uh, uh why can't I never remember these kids' names? It's, it's so early. The, the, the Ohio State kid, the real big, uh, defensive tackle. Oh yeah, Dave Von Hamilton. Yeah, so I, I didn't get to see a ton of him during practice yesterday, and that was unfortunate because, uh, I, uh, I just, I, yeah, I just didn't see him for some reason, and, and I was kind of doing multiple things at once, and mm-hmm. it, it feels like every time that I sat down to concentrate, I, I, I missed him somehow. So uh, he's a guy who I thought was when I watched, you know, when I started looking at big guys, I thought that there was something there, there, and uh, I think that um, they that he's, you know, some of the, some of these guys. Especially in programs like Ohio State and Clemson, Alabama, you know, there's so much talent concentrated. There's, you know, they, they get so many four and five star kids in these in these programs that it's it's easy to even be a starter on this team and get overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. you know, yep. and, and I I think that I think that this this was I like to mine for those guys because you know those guys have a lot of like a lot of generally a lot of natural talent that you can. Uh, you know, use and sometimes they're unrefined because you know, like I said, they got overlooked by the school they were at, or they were young when they're in college, and, and and somebody else was a little bit further along. Uh, and so you can sometimes find kind of you know what you would use to find in small schools, the kind of diamonds in the rough. You can now find those in the big programs too because there's talent there that just didn't get used. That you know, these guys that potentially could be. Better NFL players than they were college players. I, I think that Davon may be one of those guys. Um, uh, so I, I liked him a lot as well. And I think that overall, if you just look at the, at the class, I mean, there's other guys too. It felt like the defensive interior was giving the offensive interior on both teams everything that they could handle and more. Uh, that That's the other side of the story I wanted to talk about is, Outside of, and I think we should talk about the two LSU kids. Outside of those guys and maybe a couple others, it felt like the t- the talent on the interior offensive lines of both teams is is really lacking. And I and, and so I'm part I'm start I'm starting to uh, have concerns that you know much like we were talking about with the wide receiver core going against maybe a poor defensive back group. Maybe part of what we're seeing with some of these defensive tackles is, man, there, there's just not a lot of offensive line and interior talent at the Senior Bowl this year. Yeah, those two LSU offensive linemen, Damian Lewis, 
uh, and Lloyd Cushenberry. Both of those guys have had pretty good senior bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the Cowboys are in the market for an interior offensive lineman, but you never know. Uh, I thought those guys were really good. Um, I, a couple other guys I just wanted to mention really quickly. Uh, Zach Bond, the defensive end yeah. linebacker from Wisconsin. I don't know if you got to see him yesterday you, or watch him at all. Where, where, where do you play him? Well, I think it depends on your defense. Like to me, that's a guy that looks like a Sam linebacker in aggressive four three, where you're playing him in the Anthony Barr role, okay. where he's fine in coverage. He's he can run sideline to sideline, but I want him blitzing and going going to the quarterback on third down. Uh, I think he could make it as a three four outside linebacker. Yeah. If you're looking to have a multiple defense, I, I think that's the type of guy that you draft in the second round, assuming is he's there. Uh, my comp for him. Uh, is the good, the good version of Kyle Van Noy, what we okay. see in New England yeah. now, where yeah. you can play him inside as a 3-4 inside linebacker, you can blitz him, you can play him on the edge. Uh, man, he, he had some nice rushes and one-on-ones yesterday. It's, so, it's like uh, Kyle Wilber I, was, came too, too early in, in the league, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy, this guy is Kyle Wilber, except now they've, the, the, the league has kind of figured out how to use that player thanks to thanks to Bill Belichick, right? Yeah, I, I'm just not pigeonholing Bond anywhere on the defense because I just think he's a really solid player. Yeah, uh, he's not T.J. Watt, but he is a he's just somebody that you want on your defense. Um, Different kind of player. Other guys. Different kind of player. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, Josh Yushi, yeah. I think is how you say it from Michigan. Michigan. He had some nu- nice speed rushes yesterday. Again, how, where uh, do you he, play him? Like, I mean, that's I, I think I think this the thing. Say, yeah, same six one two forty one smaller guy. Uh, this is the thing is that I, I am excited about this now because before last year I would have just dismissed this guy. Like this guy is not getting Absolutely, drafted yeah. by this our team, right? I don't know that I feel that way this anymore. I mean, this is a defense. This is a coach who ha- has had. Uh, 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 Oh my gosh, no, no, uh, Noah, Noah Spence, uh, on his, on his, yeah. on his team a couple of different times as a pass rusher. So I, clearly this coach has at least seen or knows that, uh, how to use these kind of squatty, you know, long arm, well, I don't know if it's long arm, but squatty or, you know, pass rushers who can, can have, are explosive and bendy and know how to get around the edge. Yeah, I did, yeah. I did notice Uchi a couple of different times if, if that's how you say it. Uh, but yeah, he is, he comes off the ball very well. It is very flexible, or at least more than I more than I anticipated based on reputation. I guess I should say. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. definitely think that if the Cowboys are looking for a kind of multiple defense, this is a guy who potentially you could put on you know the end of the line of scrimmage, especially on passing downs, and, and let him rush the passer and get some success. I think. Uh, just a couple other guys on the defensive side of the ball: uh, Akeem Davis Gaither. Who is a linebacker from Appalachian State? Six-one, uh, two-nineteen, really undersized, but man, he is a blur. Uh, you watch him yesterday covering some of the running backs and tight ends. Uh, he does such a fantastic job there. Uh, I'm not sure that he's an every-down linebacker, but man, if you get him, you know, late day two, early day three, and just put him in as a nickel linebacker, as a rusher, uh, I, I think he can do some work there. Um, Really quickly, Landon, is there any quarterbacks that caught your eye? Any ones that you like maybe as a developmental project? Uh, I I know uh, some people are interested in Jalen Hurts. Anthony Gordon had an up-and-down day. Uh, What did you see from that group? I, you know, look, I I saw people talking about Jalen Hurts uh, playing running back. That's that's just ridiculous. I mean, first of all, 
like, what are you, what are you even doing at this point? There's so many other guys who are better running backs that, like, I mean, especially at a position like running sure. back, right? Yeah. I don't even get me started. Yeah, there, yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> I, I tend to think that you know, J, to me, Jalen Hurts. I feel like if you have the right kind of offense, uh, I think he, you know, he can, he can be a solid backup quarterback. You know, I think, I, I look at what, um, uh, is it Josh Jones or, like, there have been guys, like three or four different guys like, like, uh, her. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, yeah. Yep. That have made like eight to ten year careers. Out of being the kind of change-up backup quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, Jalen Hurts is not going to go out there. He's not Lamar Jackson. You know, like, no, to, to, no. don't try to compare him to that or you know whatever. Like, he's he's he can throw the ball okay. It's he's not, but he's not good enough to be a necessarily a starting quarterback there. Not right now. Not, not right now. But I trust this dude. If your quarterback gets hurt, I trust this dude to come into a game and finish it and find a way to win that game. You know what I'm saying? I think there's value there. Right. My comp all season long has been, I think he could be Tyrod Taylor in the NFL. Tyrod Taylor is perfect. That's it. Yeah. Like, I mean, just a guy who, you know, like he has the skill set to come in. I don't know that you want him. I don't know that you want to bank on this guy week in, week out against NFL defenses. But I think that he could come in and provide a spark to a team that's lost its quarterback and provide enough of a changeup because his style is just so different. You know, it's like Flutie, really, in some yeah, ways. Yeah, that's, you know, it's like right. it's such a change from the other quarterback that your team is expecting because they know their backup quarterback, and, and the other team is like, whoa, 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 what's this? And at least that in that little period of, whoa, 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 whoa what's this? You know, maybe you can get it, sneak in a touchdown or two. That's the difference in the game. I, I think that Jalen Hurts is a guy who has a skill set that is so unique, not unique enough to be a, a starting quarterback. But I, I really do believe that this is a guy that if you t- keep him on your roster, you know, you get him well-versed in the offense, he'll come in. And he'll punch the other team in the mouth. He won't be afraid. And, you know, he's not going to go in there and make a bunch of mistakes. Like, this is a smart, you know, well-seasoned quarterback. He just has some physical limitations. It's like a a, a better, a much better athlete version of Kellen Moore to some degree, you know? Sure. I I was going to say, I think Jalen is a perfect backup for a couple different reasons. But you mentioned a lot of them. Uh, He has the ability to run. And actually, he's, he's not a fast runner. No. But he does remind me of a lot of Dak where he yeah, can get exactly. you the hard three yards if you need it on, you know, second and two. Uh, he's going to beat guys inside the tackle box with his legs. Uh, he's he's accurate enough to make plays within, you know, 15 yards of the line of scrimmage. But, yeah, if he has to come into a game for, you know, even for a four-game stretch, what you love about him is he's so confident and he believes in himself so much that the game is not going to be too big for no. him. He's going to get people to rally around him, and he'll play good football, and teams will have a lot of success with him as a backup quarterback. Will he ever be somebody that you want to go into a season with counting as your franchise quarterback? I'm not sure. I have my doubts. But, man, if you can get that player uh, late day two, early day three, and he's a, a long-term backup that helps you win games and stay in the playoff hunt, 
uh, I can absolutely see that scenario playing out for Jalen Hurts. I agree, I, and I, I mean, I wouldn't even mind him as the Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys drafted him. I, I think you know, not, not at I all. Think him, him, I actually, I don't, I don't think you have to change your offense. No, all I think that that's much that's if you go the from thing. Dak to, yeah, like to if, if you talk about like Dak and Jalen, like th- those guys, uh, you know, I think Jalen is a less physically talented version of Dak, essentially. You know, and I, I, right. I think that that's that, that's kind of what you want. Style-wise, they fit together, but they would they would be probably great in a room together too. So, absolutely. Uh, a couple of the last things on quarterbacks. Uh, Shea Patterson. I don't know how he got an invite to this. Well, I thought you were talking about quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Now, if we want to talk about a guy moving positions, we should talk about Shea Patterson because he has no chance of making it as a quarterback. Sorry, Shea. I hope you're I hope you're listening to the podcast. Actually, we'll we'll take all the listens we can get. Um, Anthony Gordon, Washington State, really, really skinny, uh, accurate from, you know, 10, 15 yards, uh, quick release. Again, probably a day three quarterback, but at least somebody who's on my radar as, you know, maybe a guy that you grab late uh, develops into a long-term backup. Um, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow the podcast on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCowboys. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.